welcome to the CGM podcast. We're at episode 102. That's not as exciting as two weeks ago when it was 100, but still awesome. The milestone's been passed. Yeah. So now we have to wait for, what, 125? Is that the next one? 125, I guess we can do. Yeah, I'd take it. Um, we'll have to get considerably more excited and spontaneous. That's not our thing. Mm-hmm. No. As you can hear, because you're all like... Does anybody ever get excited about this? No. We get excited. Sure we do. I spend all my excitement on the video games I review. A box came in today, and I was pretty excited. Mm. Turned out to be Gunner Glasses. That was pretty exciting, because oh. we're giving away Gunner Glasses, but you have to be at the party this Saturday. So if you want to find out how to get there, you can that's, look at our that's Facebook. That's assuming that you're in Toronto. Mm-hmm. If they're not in Toronto, they don't get the option yeah, if, to win if, the Gunner if Glasses. If you're in Vancouver, I would assume that, you know, it's like, don't, don't come all the way down to Toronto. Just Don't tell them not to come. I don't care if they're in Vancouver. If they want to stop by, they can stop by. It's like, no, you guys in Burnaby, it's okay. You can stay in Burnaby. It's, it's fine. It's, it's understood. Burnaby's a long way off. We won't be mad. Yeah, yeah we won't yeah, be mad. Whitehorse, Edson, you know, those places, you can stay. You don't, you don't need to come down. But if you are a brethren of Wayne from Edmonton, feel free. Mm-hmm. You have brethren there, Wayne, don't you? All your uh, Edmonton bros? Yeah, but considering that this is Edmonton, I'm not really sure if they're even aware that video games exist. Mm. So they haven't, they haven't I think, I think quite that reached only, that part? Yeah, I think that there were only like you know three people in Edmonton in the 80s that played video games. So it's probably like at least increased, so it's nine now. Yeah, maybe. Yeah. Maybe 12, yeah. if we're lucky. I mean, the other two guys that I knew that played video games are already over here in Ontario as well anyway, so... It's okay, we're back down to nine. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll introduce everybody, even though they've been talking. To my right is Alex Leach. Hello. Hello, Alex. Back out of the woods. Yeah. Uh, are you done with Dark Souls? Nope. All right, I then. just started New Game Plus. Wow. That's like the third time around? No, this is the, sec- this okay. is the first time I've done uh, This is the first time I've done New Game Plus All right. Dark Souls 2. But there so, could be more. There could be more. But you can do it up to five times. Jeez. Are you going to get to five times? Um... Maybe <laughs> I'm not gonna promise. You'll probably get burnt out eventually. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> given how much how much I stayed in the first part of the game, yeah. Yeah. It's gonna be a long time before I get to even the third one. <laughs> and then a di- diagonally from me is Wayne Santos, editor. Awesomeness. Can, can we have like a moment of silence for the end of the Kill Like Kill anime series? Because that just ended like last week, and I'm very very sad about that. Oh, I thought it ended earlier than that. No, uh, well, okay. It was only available on the the last episode was only available on Crunchyroll as of last week. Oh yeah. Anyway, so that was when I. So you're a little late with your you know moment of silence. I know, but uh, for me it was it was sad when that series came to an end because it's truly one of the great all time mm-hmm. original anime comedies. Oh yeah. Of all time, so. We need to check this so, out. It's 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 done now, and I am sad because was it, it was at least amazing. It's crazy as anything. Yeah. That's good. Was the series finale better than... Well, I guess you don't watch How I Met Your Mother, so we won't even go there. Yeah, I, I, I don't know anything about Yeah, you don't. Show, it so. was awful. I mean, so what you as far as I know, How I Met Your Mother is kind of like just, what, Wonder Years in the 80s? Is that about is it? Is that in the 80s? Nope. So just, is it Wonder Years in the 90s? It's like 90s, early 2000s, I Oh, believe. okay, so yeah. it's it's Wonder Years 10 years ago? I'm not even sure if they even say 90s. I think they just go early 2000s. Well, what what's the music that they're playing to establish you know time and space in that? All I know is the music that they made up just for the show, which is oh, like really? Murder oh, okay. Train. So, so, it's so that's not, all I can think about when I think of music so from How I Met Your Mother. Smashing Pumpkins and Nirvana is played. No, to I, I don't think it's a nostalgia like show. Okay. Yeah. No. No, they don't play. Actually, if anything, they play recent music, which oh, doesn't really? make any sense. Okay. But so are we just going to take our How You Met Your Mother and replace Neil Patrick Harris's character with Ryoko? No. No, I think we should. That's, no, that's not going to work. No, I think it will. Because then work. Ryoko would just kill everybody. So, and they would all be naked. 
she would kill everybody and they would be naked. It's a long story. It's, it already it's sounds like a better show, to be honest with Yeah. Well, the thing is, is, if you're trying to explain kill to kill to two people, it's like trying to explain how you met your mother to a bunch of kids. That's true. Like, You can't even explain how I met your mother to someone your own age. You have no. to just watch the show. Like, if I tried to explain it to Wayne, we would just make that face, just like, uh? Yeah, probably. So. Mm-hmm. And across from Wayne, the ever-disgruntled yeah. Phil Brown. Oh, I'm not that disgruntled. <laughs> Phil That made you smile, though, so now you're not disgruntled. Cinema Phil. Phil Yeah, all those puns. Yeah. Yeah, one person. Yeah. Yeah. And you should be, you should feel loved that we put so much time and effort into it. No, I appreciate it. it. Phil is really... It's not that I don't appreciate it. I just, you know... He's he's still wearing his coat. He just can't wait to leave. (gasps) It's cold. (laughs) It's not cold. (laughs) You're wearing your coat, too. Shut up. Yeah, but it's not cold. What is with you people? Uh, Stay a while. We have a podcast to record. I'm not in a coat. Mm -hmm. That's because you're from Edmonton. (laughs) This isn't really a coat. This is a hoodie and shirt combo. It's just layered. (laughs) Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Oh. Is that like an underwear and pants combo? They're just layers? This this is his dedication to Delson Rose, the hero of Infamous 3. Yeah, that's right. That's That's not fair. Yeah, he's He's Delson. Fine. Some of us haven't gotten there yet. (laughs) He's he's playing that game. So, yeah, this this is his ode to Delson. That's right. That's exactly right. We'll start with some news, and the first news story this week, Amazon. Yeah. Amazon. Are, Who likes Amazon? Amazon? I like it. What, what happened? It is a way to get the stuff, and it is also a very large river. Soon, maybe have drones, you know? We, we'll see about that. And but now they have this thing called Fire TV, which will stream movies and games. Oh, uh, right, right. For $100 in the U.S. Yeah, we don't get it. Not available in Canada, since you know, one of the you know premier features of Fire TV is... Amazon Prime Instant Video, which, which is we also not yet available in Canada, so mm-hmm. we don't get that here yet. So what's the benefit of this over something like Twitch TV? The games, I suppose. You stream the games. You, yeah. you play them. You don't just stream yeah, it's, them. It's like PlayStation Now. You will actually buy okay. it and it will stream the games. Okay. And have your yeah, controller. And yeah, you're not ahead. watching. You're playing. Yeah. So movies okay. and games both will be streamed on this box, which only has like two gigs of RAM the quad-core CPU, so it's really about as powerful as a decent smartphone. Right. Yeah. Sounds good. And, you know, that, that's what Amazon is trying to sell in the U.S., more, and they're like, hey, more. this thing is only 100 bucks." so... Do we know what the reaction is yet of the customers? I don't know. I mean, it's like, you know, it's, it's, it's only been a few days, and it's like uh, most of the gamers are skeptical about the whole game streaming thing as yeah. they are yeah. with PlayStation now, so... Nobody really knows how well that's going to work. Well, I'd say taking out since they've already had streaming video yeah. services on their website for yeah. years, so why pay for a box that does what the site does? Yeah. Except already. you get games this and time. Games, yeah. so, well, why not just get a phone and get mobile games on that? Yeah. I don't know if it makes much sense to have this particular well, I mean, thing. They've, they've got you know they've tied up deals with developers to okay, so they actually have titles. like some yeah. stuff backing it. Then it's not yeah. just them throwing another no. console. No, into it's, it's the... not just a bunch of the same old games on the. No, iOS okay, that makes and, more more sense. It just stores, is... yeah, no. I thought they were just making a box to just do things you could do. I mean, they they will have other stuff on there. Like they've they've cut deals with um, Telltale, so it's like you know, Walking Dead, oh. and Wolf Among Us, and all those games. Oh, those are going to be there, but. They've also got like exclusive, like they've got some kind of third-person or first-person action shooter or something like that that they're making just for this thing. It's kind of weird because it's it's only for Americans. Yeah. So the rest of us, if you really want to play one of them, are just too bad. I mean, it's a given that you know, with enough time, the Fire TV box will probably be made available in Canada because 
we didn't get Kindle at first either. Yeah, you know, true. But now we, we, you know, we do have Kindle now. We did get it eventually. It's just that they've got to tie up all of those deals with the rights holders in Canada for the content. Has anyone ever tried to, st- at this table, tried to stream the Amazon Instant Video with a proxy service? I wonder if no, it would work. I have not bothered. No. no? So, I wonder if you could I fool it the box. It would be too difficult to do it, though. I just never oh. bothered. So. I've actually never tried. Now I'm getting curious. But I wonder if you could fool the box if you were really that desperate to get it. Although, I would not worry about that when it comes to streaming video. I mean, like, you know, that, that's just a given that, you know, with a decent connection and the right mm-hmm. proxy connection, you'll probably be able to do that no problem. I do wonder, though, that's even viable for, like, streaming games where, you know, you need that split-second reaction. Like, you know, doing that by proxy, I don't know how well that's going to work out. Hmm. But, you know, I'm sure that just for watching movies and TV shows, yeah. it'll be fine. But it's more interesting so. for the games because you want the exclusive content. Yeah, then, exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, yeah, I, I don't know how well that will But you're right. It'll probably come to Canada eventually mm-hmm. anyway. Mm-hmm. Amazon still likes us, right? Oh, yeah. Yeah, they do. We buy stuff. They I'll have a drone bring me mine. Nice little drone. So the drone just comes in, pops up a screen, then you play the game. Actually, you know, it'd be nice if the drone would come in and set it up. Mm-hmm. You know, do all the work for it me and then nice just take if off. You just get to keep the drone. Mm-hmm. I'd actually be more interested in the drone itself rather than what the drone is bringing me. Yeah, that might be a little expensive. Mm-hmm. It seems tricky. Yeah. A little tricky. All right, moving on from Amazon to secondary news, Wayne. Um, Amy Hennig, mm-hmm. formerly of uh, Naughty Dog Studios, um, where there may or may not have been a falling out since that's all just, you know, like grist for the rumors. It's sh- sh- but, you know, hush, but, hush. Yeah, but, but the fact was she did actually leave Naughty Dog, you know, it's like not too long ago, but she has landed on her feet and it's now been officially announced that she is with um, Visceral Games, mm-hmm. the EA studio that gave us Dead Space. And specifically... Handling Star Wars. Mm-hmm. She's going to Star be Wars. new Star Wars Another game. one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Is it going to be like Nathan Drake in space? Well, that's basically just Han Solo, Solo. isn't it? Yeah. yeah. I mean, Nathan Drake was Han Solo. Uh, so. yeah. yeah, he was. I think Han Solo does less, though, than Nathan Drake. Well, I mean, you know, it's like Han Solo definitely kills fewer people. Yeah. And, you know, it's like, and you don't know, you know, it's like how many people of color Han Solo kills because they were all stormtroopers. <laughs> Whereas with Nathan Drake, it's like you know that, you know, it's like he killed a lot of people of ethnicity. Yeah, he's more, he, Nathan Drake's more of an Indiana Jones than a Han Solo. Han Solo's kind of a pirate. Yeah. yeah. We only saw him during the good years yeah, when he was true. shacked up with that princess yeah. and she was ruining his mind. Yeah. We don't know what he was really like on his own. Yeah, but you know, Unless you go into the expanded universe. Indiana Jones kills primarily Nazis. Yeah, so and Han Solo movie. had some sort of bizarre hetero life partner relationship with a giant dog. Yeah, and Chewbacca. Yeah. It's really people love say. dogs, really right? It's just a say. space dog. Mm, I don't know. There's something weird about it. They flew around that house ship together. Yeah. They didn't really seem to be that into picking up honeys and, until the princess fell right in their lap. Is it any different than... Lot, sorry, I'll just go. Spent a lot of time with this really big... Fat alien guy who's always naked. Yeah. That's true, but is it any different than a trucker who drives around with a dog? No, that's exactly why I'm saying it's so creepy. But it's not creepy. So you get lonely on the road. Exactly. So well, not you that kind of lonely. Solo in a flannel shirt and a giant, with a giant trucker beard. Like, are you making comparisons between Han Solo and Chewbacca and like you know BJ McKay and his best friend Bear? Yep. Is that what we're talking about? Yep. That was a monkey. Yep. There's a direct line there. Which yeah, is- that was a monkey though. Mm-hmm. 
Monkeys are a little yeah. creepier than dogs. Mm-hmm. It was very true. It was very true. Anyhow, I'm actually quite excited about this because it would be really nice to play a Star Wars game that someone put effort into yeah, on the story yeah. and uh, character front. Yeah. yeah. Did you play The Force Unleashed? Any either of them? Uh, a little bit. Okay. It was disappointing compared to what I've been what it had been hyped up to be. Mm-hmm. Uh, the last Star Wars game I really liked were the Rogue, Rogue Squadron. Oh, games. Rogue Squadron. Yeah, okay. yeah, those were really good. Yeah, those were good. Mm. Those were really good. But that was again, that was in a time before there was story and acting and characters. Mm-hmm. So, but you know, it's like you were in a spaceship shooting other spaceships. So yeah, yeah it was fun. great. Yeah, Starship. Oh, yeah, it was great. great. Yeah, everybody loves Starship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you can't beat that. So, yeah. You can't beat that. So yeah, no, I look forward to it. I hope it's uh, original trilogy based. Although I'd imagine it'll probably be tied into the J.J. Abrams universe. Yeah, I'd imagine that too. Mm. Propaganda, baby. Yeah, exactly. Well, we don't actually know anything about yeah, that. Yeah, I mean, yet, like, so it could be great. That's the thing terrible. because, like, you know, in in this is somewhat related, but you know, it's mm. like um, earlier last week there was that talk where EA said actually that what they are looking at going forward making the Star Wars games is that the Arkham series is actually a real inspiration for them. Okay. In that what um, Rocksteady did was they took the property apart, they understood what was the core of that property, and then Mm. they transferred that over to a video game so that rather than feel like you were just Batman in a side-scroller punching Mm. people, you You felt like Batman doing all the things that you would expect Batman would do. That's exactly what they should be doing in Star Wars. So what they're saying for, you know, Star Wars games is that, Mm. you know, yeah, they want to understand what it is about Star Wars that makes it Star Warsy. Yeah. Which is pretty much what happened with Knights of the Old Republic, the amazing Bioware RPG. Yeah, yeah. You know, if they can just do that again, where it's like, you preserve what makes Star Wars special, but put it in a video game, and it'll be cool. Yeah, I think that's a great approach, and also, obviously... Based on her work in the Uncharted series, she knows a thing or two about entertaining gameplay and combining storytelling yeah, exactly. and action, yeah. and then, which is exactly what you want of a Star Wars game. And then swaggering devil may care heroes that always have a quip at the ready. So. Exactly. And exactly. I think maybe fans even... would just be happy if they don't get another Kinect game. Yes, absolutely. And maybe she'll actually get Nathan Fillion this time. Yeah. You never know. That'd be cool. Yeah. 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 All right. We'll look forward to seeing what happens with that. Cautiously it might optimistic. Act- yeah. It might yeah, actually. Yeah. Might actually be might a semi halfway decent Star Wars game. Honestly, yeah, I'd just, actually I'd, I'd be happy with just Bioware announcing that they're making another Knights of the Old Republic game. Yeah. That would put a smile on my face if they just said they were doing one that, that isn't an MMO. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yes. Well, I think just by virtue of the fact that they mentioned Batman and there's so much money to be made now, I don't I don't think they'll want to screw it up. I think yeah, they know. I think they know as well as anyone. Yeah. If they right. make a good game, it can sell. Yeah, uh, in the make more money than in a movie. Even. So there yeah. Do they ever intentionally screw up games, Phil? Yep. 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 Did you play Star Wars Connect? Nope. Yep. I saw it. Didn't need to play it. It was mm-hmm. bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I just saw Connect in the title. I'm like, nope. I can't <laughs> imagine that they... The dance knew, routines. Uh, yeah, when they programmed the Han Solo dance routine. The I dance routines it, made me cry. find it hard to believe yeah. they knew they were doing something. They thought they were doing something. They, oh, they totally thought they were doing good. I really don't. I really don't. I can't agree with that. I can't. What, can't was, what was the cover that they did, for, or not cover, but the modified oh, version yeah. of Genie in a Bottle that they did, but with, like, Star Wars lyrics? I don't know. They were all horrendous. No, I didn't know that. They were, it was, like, yeah. it brought a tear to my eye. It was just, yeah, it was heartbreaking. Yeah, that was tough. That was, tough. was my Natalie Portman, you're breaking my heart moment, was when I saw that Star Wars yeah. game. So. Definitely. It was, well, yeah, because it was, I mean, the prequels were one thing, because at least that was R2-D2 and C-3PO side. Mm-hmm. Of like a new universe that I could just write off entirely. Mm-hmm. Whereas the Star Wars Connect, those are all my best friends yeah. getting getting pooped on. Yeah. I didn't care for that one bit. Very South Park and Indiana Jones. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, less rape. Yes. Yeah, yeah. All right, Phil. I believe you have some movie yes, news. I do have for some us. news stories. Where have I put them? Here they are. Okay. In your head. So, first off. 
very, very exciting for Batman fans like myself. Um, <gasps> Something uh, actually good news for Batman? Yes, yeah, very good Because lately we haven't been getting a lot of good news Superman and revolving Batman, around Batman. And the teen heartthrob Batman, things are looking rough. <laughs> but the good news is it is the 75th anniversary of Batman this year. Um, and uh, and for that, uh, Bruce Tim, who uh, retired from his... Uh, if you don't know who Bruce Tim is in your Batman fan, yes, Bruce, Bruce Tim was the creator of the Batman animated television series in charge of all the DC animation stuff right up into and including the Dark Knight Returns uh, animated feature. He retired from his post as the head of DC animation, but he will be returning to do an animated short to celebrate Batman's anniversary on April 6th in the Comic Network. I don't, we don't know how long it is. We know it is based loosely on a story from the first issue of Batman involving Hugo Strange and a serum that turns uh, Akram uh, Asylum psychopaths into giant monsters. Ooh. Presumably excluding Killer Croc, who already is a giant already monster. Is. Yeah. But, um, but well, no, they turned him into an even gianter monster in one comic. It's true, they did. So maybe. They could just turn him into Godzilla. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's true. They could make him Godzilla. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's very exciting. It's been a long time since Bruce Tim did something. Bruce Tim's one of the yeah. great Batman it would be amazing. folks. And, uh, yeah, it, uh, there's been some stills. They look pretty well exactly like the design from the animated series, the old-school Timiverse oh, design wow. work. Okay, that's and, cool. And, uh, yeah, that's... Um, can't wait for that. When did you say? April 6th? April 6th, I believe, is the date on the comedy. That's a Sunday. Yep. All right, cool. Yep, I guess they have a DC animation block. It's not, I said comedy. Should not have said that. It's the uh, Cartoon Network in the U.S. Um, nowhere on Canada, but I think safe to say it'll be all over the internet. And who knows how long well, it'll be. That's what the internet also, is for. Exactly, yeah. And who knows how long it'll be, because he also did that uh, 75th anniversary Superman short last year that was like three minutes. It was excellent, but it was like three minutes. So it could be that, too. Oh. But we'll see. We'll probably be able to find a way to see it. Regardless, it's yes. going to be great. Yeah. Yeah. going to be great. Okay, moving on. Um... Uh, and we talked about how much the Ninja Show movie is going to suck last week. This week, it looks like yeah. it will suck more mm-hmm. because but they've stopped to. Uh, <laughs> even though they've shot everything, um, they've decided to recast voice actors, and specifically, they've cast uh, Johnny Knoxville as I, Leonardo. I will say, I, l- of the Ninja Turtles. I, I love. No, I love Johnny Knoxville. I really do. I I love him. Mm-hmm. And even I don't want to see this. Well, it doesn't make any sense. Right? It, it just yeah. doesn't. Yeah, it's the not a serious one. Yeah, why is he? I don't like, understand. I guess he's going to be a hick, uh, a fun-loving, good old boy hick now. I mean, Raphael, yeah. maybe. Yeah. Even then, it's weird. I said maybe. Yeah. yeah. But here's the thing: Smell as Leonardo is just wow. I know. I, I can't picture it. I've I never seen him do serious yeah. ever. I did not. There's no way it's going to be serious. They wouldn't hire Johnny Knoxville to do it. If they wanted serious, no, I don't think so. It's a sign that it's going to be goofy. But, I mean, I've been thinking about the Ninja Turtle thing since last week, and I've come to the conclusion that it is one of those things, like, unlike when, like, say, we talked about Ghostbusters or a new Star Wars movie where I'm very emotionally attached and concerned about destroying a legacy, I, I, my appreciation for Ninja Turtles is exclusively nostalgia. If I try to watch any of that stuff now, oh. it's pretty well all garbage. It is, yeah. All of it. You should never try and watch stuff yeah. from your childhood again. Definitely not. So I really, it. So I really Absolutely. could care less what they do with this. I, I really I, I really do. The fact that it's giant Oxbow, that's just one more thing for me to laugh at. So that's my decision on the this. The fact that happening now. Actually, see. rooting for it to be worse. Okay. And I think that they're getting there. If they could just bring back Vanilla Ice to do like a rap or Yeah, I don't think that'd be hard to do. That would be amazing. They'd be more than happy to come come back on that. I saw this. I've never been able to find it again, but I found a video on YouTube one time of like him interviewed on the set for Secret of the Udes. And it was one of the most entertainingly like aired, uh, brain dead interviews I've ever heard. It was like, yeah, man, I couldn't believe it. They called me up, saying you want to be in the Turtles. I was like, yeah. And then I got here and there's the Turtles. Just like they said, I can't believe it. 
It was like a solid five minutes of deep insight like yeah, that. Yeah, that's you know, really profound observations yeah, yeah. from one of the great masters of our time. <laughs> Absolutely. There, Vanilla Ice, Absolutely. ladies and gentlemen. And also, so, by the way, Cool as Ice. Yes. Damn good watch. Right. That is a damn good watch. I don't know if you've ever seen that Vanilla no. Ice movie. I have not Woo! seen it. It's like, yeah, it, when you watch it, it's it's just unbelievable to think that a group of people got together and thought this was acceptable at <laughs> that time. He like yeah he was part of a biker gang, and they stay in what is essentially Pee Wee's Playhouse oh in God. a small town. What kind of biker gang is this? Like the biker gang for the Simpsons, where one rides a lawnmower and it's pretty well just an excuse to surround Vanilla Ice with black people to try and justify the fact that he's <laughs> that he's a rapper. From the that he's doing hip hop, yeah. yeah. But yeah. Anyways, no. no more Vanilla Ice. So yeah, the Ninja Turtles movie looking even worse than it did before, as if that was possible. Um, and then we have some Marvel news, of course, because this is a big, big Marvel week. Uh, Has there been a big Marvel week? Captain America. Yeah, Captain oh, America. Oh, right. Yes, okay, yes. The Winter out. Soldier. Yeah. That's right, yes. Oh, uh, Wayne. Yeah, it's a big, big Marvel yeah. week. So, um, first off, uh, Kevin Feige did an interview this week. Is that how you pronounce it? Feige? 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 No, I don't Feige? Feige. Kevin Feige. So Kevin Feige, someone was interviewing him, asking him what the plan, what, how far in advance they have planned, and he said at this point he has a map of cross-continuity um, for future movies on his wall that stretches all the way to 2028. Oof. Ooh. So that's how far in advance they're planning these things at this point. That's a lot of Marvel movies. Of course, movies. a lot of things Pretty insane, right? Of course. Oh, yeah, yeah I know, I'm sure a lot of it's written in pencil, mm-hmm. for sure. But it's just amazing to think that they have things worked out that far in advance. Pretty crazy. Sounds like way more planning than DC's done. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Since they're like have, are filming and don't have a script yet. You leave Ben Affleck alone. <laughs> no. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Speaking of Ben Affleck and Marvel, um, there's been move on the Daredevil uh, Netflix TV series, which will hopefully be dramatically better. And that is that they're starting to look at cast members. And apparently, the rumor floating around now is that it might go to uh, Michael C. Hall, who played Dexter. He's really creepy looking. I know, but I kind of like that. No, you look. You look fine. Yeah, no, I think it's about right because I, I like the fact that they're skewing older. There should he should be an older character. He's a lawyer after all. Yeah, the all. dude is a lawyer. Yeah. There yeah. are very few like eighteen-year-old yeah. blind lawyer. There are very few twenty-two-year-old successful lawyers. Yeah, so I think law that's a good takes move. A while. Yeah, yeah law let school. alone being blind and coming from Hell's Kitchen. Exactly right, <laughs> so, and also it'll be older and grittier and tougher. And mm-hmm. I like that we know him primarily as a dark because it should be a dark character. He should be the darkest of all the Marvel heroes. Yeah, that was Flying the best part of it. Yeah, definitely. So I think he's an interesting choice. Obviously, this is just a rumor. He probably isn't actually being discussed. But the more and more I hear about this uh, Netflix Daredevil What, do you get show, excited? Yeah. I think they might do something interesting with this. I think it depends be... on how much money they get, obviously, but they're shooting on the streets of New York. Oh, really? They're yep. actually going to be shooting it in New York? This summer, they're going to be shooting it in New York. Okay. And, and uh, if it's for Netflix, theoretically, they don't have to worry about censors, so they actually be some blood. They can actually mm-hmm. do it a little bit darker. Again, this is just me fantasizing. I have no idea what their actual plan is, but that's how I like to look at it. Um, And, yeah, I don't know. I think, eh, and the Cabin of the Woods guy, Drew Goddard, he's the one writing and directing it. Wow. Yep. Yep, yep. He's out of the Whedon factory. It sounds so much better than the Jim Gordon series. Absolutely. Absolutely. And uh, so, yeah. So anyway, let's move along. No, like DC Marvel already tried that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, they're really on top yeah. of it. DC they're on the, the ball's ball. in the ditch. Because DC already tried a teen drama with Birds of Prey, and that did not go well for them. No. No, no it did not. But they also did a teen drama with Smallville. And, the and that's true. That worked out really well for them. Yeah, but. so. Uh, but anywho, that's all I got. Well, thank that's you, Phil. That's it for news. But we'd like to hear about Marvelness. Because oh, you yeah. saw Captain America. I did see Captain America Winter Soldier. Oh, he like forgot. Yeah, I really liked it a lot. Um, yeah, that. no, I think it is like easily. You saw? No, no, I, I saw that you liked it. Oh, okay. I read so your review. I thought you said so did I. No. Uh, yeah, Next Captain week. America: Winter Soldier. Um, 
Yeah, I was very, very impressed. I, uh, going into the sort of Marvel movie thing, um, Captain America was one of my least favorite heroes. I actually hated him. I was really, really, really not looking forward to there being Captain America Because propaganda, that's all he was. Yeah, just a figure of wartime propaganda, very old-fashioned, very boring. And then I saw the first Captain America movie, and they made jokes about all those things. They even mm-hmm. made fun of his costume. They were very, very aware, and they had a, had a very delightfully old-timey feel. Felt like yeah, a Raider. Like that's that's the thing. They actually you know, like celebrated his traditional values. Totally. Like, you know what? Those are actually like stand-up ethics for a guy. For sure. Happened, they so. were tongue-in-cheek yeah. about it, but yeah. they played it earnestly, and they made and it and it felt unlike yeah. all the other Marvel. Movies and he didn't know what Von Doom was. Yeah, which was adorable. Yeah. He didn't know what Von Doom was. There was so. a lot of gra- there was a lot to love about that movie. I thought yeah, it was it very was, underrated. Great that they made it a period piece. Yeah, definitely. They did a really good job with it. So this one, no longer a period piece. And more importantly, uh, completely unlike the last movie and completely li- unlike all the other Marvel movies, which is something they're very good at, reinventing the wheel every single time. This mm-hmm. one is kind of a paranoid political thriller. Kind so of like, now it's Captain America versus the 70s? Pretty much. Okay. Pretty much. I mean, it's in modern day, but it has yeah. that very much, that old-timey 70s parallax view, Three Days of the Condor, that kind of feel. It has Robert Redford, so it's okay. got a lot of Three Days of the Condor going on. Yeah, okay. yeah, so the basic premise, we start off with uh, Captain America and Black Widow uh, going into a hostage situation on a boat in the middle of the ocean. They do a lot of butt-kicking to get to to solve said problem. A lot of shields are thrown, a lot of bullets are fired. They come out on top, obviously. Okay. Um, but then Black Widow steals some certain information Captain America didn't know about. And he's not too pleased about that because Captain America was supposed to be in charge of the ship. Why are mm-hmm. people going over his head? And this doesn't seem right. And he's such a stand-up guy and he doesn't want a lot of these things to happen. So goes to see Nick Fury, played by Samuel Jackson, and not Lawrence Fishburne. as is very important. <laughs> yeah. difference. And uh, Sam Jackson's very cagey about it at first um, <clears throat> but it says you know what Cap you seem like a stand up guy you know what's going on and the plan is S.H.I.E.L.D. has built uh, not one not two but three new helicarriers that they plan on sending out to patrol the entire world um, including uh, which features a lot of uh, advanced observational technology that will allow uh, from above them to read millions of people at a time, so correct your, check their criminal record, check their heart rate. Surveillance Yeah, surveillance are us. Yeah, tell yeah. what they're doing. But more importantly, uh, be able to predict what they will do in the future and with machine guns stop crimes from being committed before they start. Wow, well, minority report. I was saying minority yeah, very minority report. Minority report meets the NSA. Yeah, but yeah. with more guns. Yes. Yeah. And the NSA. The whole deal. So, very interesting sort of old... And so, uh, Captain America doesn't take too kindly to that, obviously. Yeah. And uh, and Sam Jackson's even like, you know what? Yeah, you know, it is a bit weird. So he goes to talk to his boss, and it's Rob Redford, and Robert Redford. Redford seems very nice, but in a very slick, liberal douchebag politician kind of way. And the next Ooh, thing you... Ooh, liberal douchebag. I know, right? Yeah, yeah gotta love it. Yeah. And the next thing you know, uh, Nick, uh, Nick Fury's getting shot at by machine guns, and Captain America's on the run. And so it becomes a sort of almost born identity style hero against the state odyssey <laughs> and on top of that there's also the winter soldier from the title who is a mysterious figure um who has all captain america's power but none of his niceness and uh likes killing lots of people so that's a problem mm-hmm. there's a lot of chasing a lot of daring dudes a lot of running around a lot of paranoia very very entertaining and also light touch yes so black widow's in this is yes she's hawkeye? like second lead primarily no hawkeye let's just no hawkeye well, oh, they, that's aren't fine. they a pair and there's already enough characters because there's also another character I neglected to mention who's Falcon. Oh, oh Falcon's in there. Yes, uh, how, how is Falcon? They switch out one bird for another. He's Anthony Mackie. He's fine. 
Um, he's still he's, got the wings. He's flying around. Oh, yeah, he's yeah. flying around right, doing his thing. Yeah, the only real problem with it is that it is a bit overstuffed. It's got a bit of Iron Man 2 syndrome going on where there's a lot of sort of wrapping up storylines and expanding storylines for the new Avengers movie as much as there is uh, focus on this particular storyline. But that being said, it flies by at a really, really quick pace. There's always some sort of paranoid suspense or action scene going on until the end, which turns into a big CGI clusterfuck. It's pretty well all physical action. Um, a lot of car chases, a lot of machine gun fights. In fact, I was just reading today that um, apparently in Cleveland when they were filming one scene, there were uh, hundreds and hundreds of calls to police because there were so many explosions and guns going off. Of that course. No, yeah. no one knew what was going on. They could hear it across the city, and they were very concerned. Uh, the directors are brother team, um, Joe and Anthony Russo, who have primarily only done comedies until this point. They did a lot of arrested development, and they did a lot of community. So can we presume that Captain America is still funny then? Yes, it okay. is very funny. I, I would say it's more serious than you expect. It has a very, because it has that sort of paranoid suspense uh, tone, but it's kind of like a Hitchcock movie where it is okay. goofy and you can laugh at it, but at the same time, things are deadly serious when they need to be. So, yeah, there's a lot of, uh, but there's not so much, what was me, I'm out of date humor. They're sort of dialing okay, so, up back. So how is the actual character of Captain America? Captain America? Is, is Captain he, America. Is he adjusting, or is he still feeling fish out of water? Or uh, he's, he's not as intense with the fish out of water. There's a really, really funny joke early on where someone mentions a song to him, and he pulls out a list of all the things he's been told to check out. That includes, okay. like, Star Wars, which is then crossed out and says, okay. no Star Trek, and things like that. So there's still some of that, but not very much. Um, it's an interesting role for him because he's sort of facing this dilemma of being true to old school American values while also being very uh, distrusting of the current American New climate, America. yeah. which is very much in keeping with the uh, what's been going on in the Captain America books lately. And Brubaker, who created the Winter Soldier, has been did a run for two years that was very much this sort of displaced spy thriller type take on it that they're using in this and uh, he even appeared has a cameo in the movie which is pretty amusing oh, okay. but anywho um, yeah no it, it is funny so you it has... assume that Stan still pops up in there somewhere of course okay mm-hmm. of course I, I need my Stan oh, yeah, he's no, still going yeah. he's not going oh yeah no he's, he, he'll be All in right. those okay. until he dies I think we can guarantee that but yeah no it's uh, it has that Marvel t- it has the goofy self-conscious Marvel tone but it is very paranoid, very anxious, and that's what I like the most about it. It felt like a very old-fashioned action movie okay. with the way it's, with the sort of focus so, on physical action. I was really impressed by how the Russo's handling it. They've never really done so action gonna before. going to leave like a whole new generation of kids walking out of the field going, wow, maybe we shouldn't trust the government after all. Want <laughs> to do that? I mean, no more so than a Born Identity movie, okay. I wouldn't say. Like, it's not... Yeah, it's it, they're not trying to make political statement, but the fact that, that they're even you know at at some point in like you know every young nerd or geek's life, yes. you have to have that seminal work that makes you realize that the government is not your friend. Yes, it is. Will ver- this movie be that you know movie for the kids? Yeah, it is a very big disillusion of movie, considering okay. it'll be playing for a very younger crowd. Yeah, you know what? That is entirely possible, and that's okay. a great thing for them to do. And that's what I sort of really admire about the Marvel movies, is aside from the Thor series, which they're kind of already in a rut in. Every single one has a very distinct and different tone. Mm-hmm. And uh, where they're taking Captain America, this is very interesting. I'm actually very excited to yeah. see where they go from here. So, um, Captain America is still good. American government, not. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Going to stay good, despite the world changing around. Absolutely. No, I'd say it's uh, one of the best Marvel movies in general, and I'd say easily the best of the like second phase since The Avengers. Um, there's only been two second phases. Oh, no, Iron Man. This is the third one. I'd say it's the best thus far. I'm still really excited for Guardians of the Galaxy, and I think that may oh, be yeah. my favorite because it looks so funny. But um, I was really impressed. And they also take, in terms of playing with the continuity, they take some pretty gigantic risks. And there's some pretty massive changes that I'm very curious to see how they're going to play out. I don't want to get into too many details. But um, I was really surprised by some of the things they did, particularly given the fact they have a certain TV show on the air right now that's going to be problematic. 
as to how it could continue by the time this thing's done. But anywho, oh, okay. Um, it's, okay. Uh, yeah, yeah. Okay. But anywho, it's very, very, yeah, very strong piece of work, very great film. And at the very end, you, of course, get a little bit of teaser and you get to see a bit of Quicksilver and uh, Quicksilver. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch. Scarlet Witch, yeah. Get a little bit of Scarlet Witch. Yes, they are siblings. Okay, they're still siblings. They have a different origin story. Yeah, because they're not allowed to, they can't, they no, can't mention not, Magneto. They can't, yeah, they can't mention Magneto at all. Uh, so they don't own that license. They are still technically mutants. Okay. It's, I mean, it's just, it's very much a tease. But it is an interesting one, and you get sort of a sense of is she still wearing where they are, where they're going. Pink outfit with the elbow length gloves and the pointy. I don't, really, I don't really want to go. I don't want to go into details, but um, you get just enough as a, a sense of who they are and a sense of where that story is going. And uh, I think it's setting up a very dark, very paranoid adventures, um, which has sort of been the overarching tone of this whole so run so far. Still going to develop like you know the hots for an android, which is you know basically what happens with Scarlet Witch eventually is like getting married to the Vision and having a kid with him and all that well, stuff. It seems like a lot to get into one movie that already has five main yeah, characters. But it's not impossible. It's not impossible. There is Ultron. He's a machine. Yeah. 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 Ultron so. does make the Vision eventually mm-hmm. in mm-hmm. continuity. Mm-hmm. So, you know, so this is very true. It could still happen. So they could certainly get there. But anyway, so that's a so yeah, that's a lot of fun and uh, just exciting to see them plugging the Avengers because that is about 12 months away really when you think about it. Mm-hmm. Probably over 12 months. I mean, it'll be a summer movie. Yeah, yeah, it's true. It's true. I'm so jumping the gun a bit there. Probably like 13, 15, 14, yeah. 15, yeah, something 15, like that. Yeah. But still, it's coming up very fast, and it's very exciting to think of that. And, uh, yeah, no, this is an, a really, really excellent film. I was looking forward to it, and it, was, it surpassed my expectations. And, uh, yeah, go Captain America, okay. who I used to hate, no yeah. longer hate. Yeah, the movie's this is a good depiction of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Ah, great depiction of them. Yeah, and... Um, Oh God! What's, I can't. I'm blank. Chris Evans, I think, is Chris Evans. He makes it excellent. And he weirdly American. said this week that he, when his contract expires with Marvel, that he is thinking he will retire and move into directing, which is bizarre. Hmm. Which is very bizarre. But hey, you know, yeah, whatever he wants. Guy's got to do what he's yeah, got to do. He just feels like calling the shots. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. To do all well, time, it's so. also weird to like think Captain America is the only role I could ever play because it's a bit, you know. On the bland no, side. No, see, because he could always play the human torch again. Yeah, true. <laughs> yeah, very, very true. Forgot about that. <laughs> he was Johnny Storm. Yeah. So. Marvel's doing an excellent job at making characters likable in their movies. They really are. I didn't like Iron Man until I watched the movies. Yeah, yeah, no. Nobody liked Iron Man. Yeah. Exactly, but the movies, everybody yeah, loves Iron Man. Like, that was really more of a Downey Jr. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. That so. was a, yeah, it was just a piece of brilliant casting there. Yeah. But, um, They've done a good job of reinventing, of taking a bunch of comics that people may not necessarily have a lot of background in and making them accessible yeah. in movies. Yeah. Since they yeah. sold all their major licenses off to like Sony yeah. 20th Century Fox. Yeah, they're working exclusively with the B-team yeah. and we'll see, you know, that's going to get increasingly tough. And now they've, they've turned the B-team into the A-team anyways. Yeah, so. it's very true. I know, Days of Future Past is coming up. It's true, yeah. I'm very excited for that, but that's not them, that's Fox. No, that's I know, but, but that, that was the A-team that they sold off. I see what you're yeah. saying. Yeah. yeah. Yep, yep, yep. So we'll see how well that does when well, it comes out. It's, month. it's next month, right? It is next month. It's ah. coming up really fast, and I'm very excited about that too, because this is also the first... Uh, Fox Marvel movie since uh, Mark Millar uh, took over and in charge of that and he well it looks like it's going yeah. to go to a dark dark place yes yeah, so, he yeah. is he's a very dark guy he also has like a very strong understanding and the, of comic the book days lore. of future past storyline was itself it's a brilliant storyline so. for sure for sure oh yeah that's the one other thing I should probably say about Winter Soldier which is that despite the name uh, the Winter Soldier is probably the least developed part of the whole movie um they're clearly setting him up. Curious. Um, they're setting. They're clearly saying saying how to be a major player in future Captain America movies, which is smart because Captain America doesn't have that many great villains, and they already killed off the best one. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. So it's, skull, it's a so. weirdly misnamed movie, but I think that's just because the real villain of the movie they're keeping a secret, and they should because the first time you hear it named, you're gonna smile. 
Good. Yeah. Okay. In a big, big way. So anyway, that's that. Captain America, go see it. It's excellent. Okay. That's Alex, fun. will you be seeing Captain America? I will, actually. There you go. I, gener- I generally go see the Marvel movies. Okay, cool. So, we found something that Alex will watch. Mm-hmm. You always plus. knew I watched the Marvel movies. I told you guys this months ago. I forget things. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sorry. Did you go see Thor 2? Yes, I did. Oh, okay. I, I liked it. it. Okay. All right, so we can move on from what you've been watching. Thank yep. you, Phil. No problem. What's next week? Do we know already? Great two. Oh. Okay. And I've already seen it, and ooh boy. Ooh boy? Yeah. Ooh boy. Definitely. That that the guy who makes those raid movies is quickly becoming the best action director in the world. Really? Oh hell yeah. Well, I look forward to hearing about that next week or after podcast when I can harass you about it and no that one else will know. Good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So we'll move on to what you've been playing. And you know what? We never start with Alex, so we're going to start with Alex. I thought we started with me last week with uh, Dark Souls. Did we start with you last week? Yeah, probably. And I went on for quite a while about it. Well, Okay, we did start with Well, we rarely start with you, so go again. Yay. But, uh, well, aside from Dark, Dark Souls 2, which I'm finally in New Game Plus, and it's a very long, very detailed game, so... I don't really have much else that I can I can say about that. Yeah, I mean, uh, if you talked about it last week. Yeah, exactly. But um, I've been before, playing. I think. What? No, he picked it. Too, right? He, he kind of picked it for one of his games yeah, in yeah, yeah. The last generation. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I talked a bit about it there. So uh, he really likes it. I, mm-hmm. I, I really like it. Apparently, you like it as much as Brendan likes Diablo Three. Yeah, apparently. Apparently, um, probably not going to keep uh, saying it's the best game of all time every year, but. You know, but, um, no, this week I've been playing uh, The Elder Scrolls Online. Oh, okay. I don't have a lot of confidence for this game, honestly. Uh, I haven't... I've just sort of been starting out on it, but uh, not entirely sure what to think of it just yet. I mean, it's clear that they're trying to they're trying to make it like an Elder Scrolls game, like Skyrim. But for $15 a month. For $15 yeah. a month, which yeah. is kind of a problem in uh, today's uh, MMO. What, yeah, what's World of Warcraft at right now? Well, the Warcraft, uh, I'm not entirely sure. I haven't uh, there's a, like a is it still weird, 50, I think it's like ten bucks a month. There's like a weird demi free to play thing with World of Warcraft. I heard about where it's like you can play up the first twenty levels or something. Oh, there you go. There's roping more people in. Yeah, and uh, but you can get plenty of games that are uh, MMOs that are you just buy the game and mm-hmm. then you play it like, like Final Fantasy. I think right now it's just you buy the game and it's fine. No, isn't no, it? No, I thought it went down to free. No, no. Guild Wars Two, you just buy the game. You buy a sixty dollar game and you can just play it. Okay, yeah. Um, get a lot of cheaper games, yeah. cheaper MMO. DC Universe Online, okay, that's free. You just, mm-hmm. you know. I thought Final Fantasy went free already, and I was like, that was fast! Was it not? Okay, so... No, Final Fantasy no. fourteen is still not free. How much is it a month? It's uh, 12 bucks. Are you still playing? Um, no, but I'm going to be playing it again very shortly, because the PS4 version oh. is going into beta, and then it's going to be released on, like, the 14th, so I'll be messing right. around but, with that a bit. But anyway, um... No, um, the big thing that's really kind of weirding me out right now is just how similar the plot is to Oblivion's plot, which is kind of weird. Like, cause you, you had in you know in Oblivion you had the whole thing where because there's no emperor, the da- Maruni's Dagon is is able to go, hey, I don't have to stay out of uh, stay out of Nurn anymore, so I'm going to dump a bunch of demons and t- destroy everything and absorb the world. Absorbing the world is not necessarily yeah, so not usually a good thing. Yeah. It's the same thing in Elder Scrolls Online, except for that it's Molag Bal this time, who is the is the Daedric the Daedric Prince of of chains and enslavement apparently. And uh, I I do like I do think there is one good 
one especially good thing about this is that I like anything that retcons it. So Myra Ennis Dagon is, is even more of an uncreative idiot. Like, the fact that his entire dumb plan of writing his own reality fan fiction is now not even his own original idea is fantastic. I think that's an absolutely great... I think it's absolutely hilarious that not only did he, did he take a plan that was essentially, I'm going to make my own reality with blackjack and hookers, but he stole the idea from another Daedric Prince. So I find that especially hilarious. But no, I, I, don't, I haven't played it too much yet, so I can't give a, you know, a final review on yeah. it. But uh, It's, it's in beta, of, isn't it, or preview? It's in beta. Yeah. It should be out by... It, it's out by now. Okay. For yeah. sure. But uh, no, it's uh, still looking at it. I'll uh, have a full review on it whenever I finish. All right. Wayne, didn't you... You didn't get any into the beta, did you? I thought you were interested. Were the Elder Scrolls? No, I didn't. What, you were Charlene interested in... Uh, my wife is interested in it, but she's actually more interested in um, sort of like if they'd done like a Borderlands version of the Elder Scrolls. Okay. Because she doesn't want to play with thousands of other people. She just wants to play with like a small group of friends and ignore everybody else. Yeah, yeah, playing with thousands of other people is... Well, that would have worked better with the Elder Scrolls style of game where yeah. you're the big important guy who's supposed to be the most important thing ever. Yeah, exactly. And they, I mean, they, they seem to be trying to do that with this, but I'm not sure how it's going to work out on a thing where there's like a billion other people all around. Yeah. So, so yeah, my wife was interested until she started hearing that it was like standard MMO fare, where you know, it's like you are the great hero amongst like twelve thousand other, other great heroes. heroes. Yeah. So you just you yeah, just once, once she heard that, she kind of clicked off on it. She was just like, you know, oh yeah, I kind of wish that it was just like I get online and you know we're playing together and that's it, you know, no other people. But this doesn't yeah. interest her. Oh well. Well, thank you, Alex. We look forward to your review when you're done. Phil. Yeah. Have you been playing anything? Nope. Really? No? Nothing? Not nothing. a single thing? No, I mean, I've been inching my way through Infamous 2, but I have oh, nothing really new to report on that. Two or Second Son? Three. Sorry. Infamous Three. Second Infamous Son. Second Son. There you go. Yep. Um, been inching my way through that, and um, also uh, the Tomb Raider Definitive Edition as well. But, uh, yeah, unfortunately, I've been pretty busy with this. I haven't had much of a chance to do much gaming. I apologize. That's all right. You, you can discuss... Busy watching movies that, we ha- that I won't watch. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You can discuss Donkey Kong with me. Oh, yeah, you've been playing Donkey Kong. I have been playing Donkey Kong. Have you been loving it? Um, yeah, actually. It's really incredibly hard, huh? Well, at first I started it, I was like, people keep saying this game is hard. We're just breezing through. Yeah, yeah. And then as you keep going, it starts getting a little harder. Same, right? Are you playing a two-player? Yes, we are playing a two-player. That makes it extra hard. That does make it extra hard. They have the bubble mechanic from Mario that if you get off-screen, then you get zipped wherever they are after five seconds. Drives me nuts. Because my partner just likes to take off and leave me. (laughs) No strategic planning whatsoever. He just tries to get through the level as fast as he can, so he's constantly jumping off of things and into death. That's not the greatest. No. How fun are the bosses? It's so much fun, right? It's definitely not a Mario, like, three-hit dead thing. Definitely not. They're epic. Yeah, they are a little epic. There's a... a, I love the Flavor Flav penguins. Oh, yes. Those are amusing, for sure. It's, uh... There's penguins wearing a Viking cap and a clock. I guess it's a medal, actually. Yeah. A medal around their neck. Uh, There's a distinct Flavor Flav. Oh, it's definitely a Flavor Flav. Oh, man. Yeah. It's a Flavor Flav penguins. Uh, we, We love that you can pick... Uh... Cranky Kong? Yeah. Mike's playing Cranky. That was a shock, wasn't it? I th- I hate the fact that I have to play Donkey Kong though as first player. I can't seem to pick anybody else. But he yeah, can no, be ever whoever he wants. Only trade controllers. Yeah, yeah but well, I'm number one. So. Well, that's so what, your problem. So what does Cranky Kong do? It's Yell not at you? called Cranky Kong. Until you die. 
Yeah, you call him country? He, uh, ha- he has a cane and he sort of bounces oh, like Scrooge McDuck okay. in the old uh, DuckTales game. Well, that's cool, but at, at the same time, I just imagine that if you have him die too much, you'll just crawl up the screen and start punching it. It's not impossible. <laughs> Essentially, his his cane is a pogo stick. He can beat sharks with it. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah. And he doesn't, he, there's spikes, but he can pogo across the spikes without getting yeah, hurt. Yeah, just like DuckTales. Yeah. Yeah, yeah classic so DuckTales. It is classic. I never even thought about that. Yeah. I just remember thinking, wow, Cranky's in the game. Yeah, it was bizarre. You can also and, be and Dixie, and Dixie who and was Diddy. always my favorite character in the early ones. Really? She's almost unfair with that flying ability. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. She was a very savior in Donkey Kong Country 3. Definitely. Definitely. Yeah, and given how tough Tropical Freeze is, it's a big plus. I actually haven't played with her yet. Yeah? We've just been doing? stuck with Donkey Kong and Cranky for now. Well, you should be throwing some Dixie in there. Oh, well, we you know probably will. you can jump on the back and then yeah, yeah. float with you. I actually, I, I pick up... Pick him up all the time, and he hates it. Yeah, yeah. Because I don't. He doesn't need to do the same thing for me to just pick him up. Right, 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 right. Freaking right. hates it. But when you pick him up, he throws dentures. That's right. I forgot about that. That's his thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, he's an old monkey. He's an old man. Monkey dentures. But he's if an you old man who's bouncing around on on his canes. He's a very you know very virile old man. Like yeah. this guy, I don't know. He's not that cranky. He's, he's full like, of life. No, he's like Yoda in the prequels. You only thought that he was decrepit. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And it's very standard Donkey Kong. You know, if you get dropped off about 10 feet from behind you, that you should probably turn around and go and look because mm. there's something there. Yeah. And instead of golden animals or... What was the other ones they had? On Super Nintendo, they had golden animals that you could collect three of, yeah. and then you get yes, to run yes. around. And they don't do that anymore. They have puzzle pieces. Yeah. Which is so they've evil. Been, they've been doing that since the Wii one. I did not like the Wii one, so I didn't really, really? play it. No. But you like this one? I like this one. They're essentially the same. I, I didn't like the Wii one. Sorry, okay. just didn't take. This one, I don't like the puzzle pieces though, because there's like nine pieces in some of those. Well, you got enough. Yeah, well, that's because that's just because you're being a completist about it. Well, of course. Well, that's the point of the game. Yeah. The point of the I, game is to jump everywhere and die a lot of times to find every single little thing. Yeah, right. and I always pull the little plugs on the ground, even if it's only for one banana, because I it's there. You have to do sure. it. You never know. You yeah. never know. Even if we die at that exact same place, I'll mm-hmm. still pull the one plug. For the I banana. got the. Uh, Minecart levels are fantastic oh, as well. I hate minecart. Those levels. always were the f- most fun of Donkey Kong games. They are. Yeah. They're they're just evil sometimes. High though. speed, high death. Yeah, they're particularly high. Uh, yeah, they're particularly ambitious in this one. Yeah, because the they start that, to rotate, and you're just yeah. like, what? The other thing I was disappointed by is there aren't not many animals. There should be more. There's pretty well just the rhino. Is that? It's, oh. That's all I've seen so far. Yeah, is the I rhino. don't think there's. I don't. I just, yeah, because there's no. I I kept waiting for the uh, swordfish. The os- I want the ostrich. I want the bullfrog. I, I feel like there's maybe one more, but I, it might just be the rhino, which is a disappointment. But, I don't uh, like. I, I was upset that you couldn't have two rhinos going at once. Yeah, I know. Because that would have been pretty amazing. I know. know. I know. You have to share a rhino with your friend. Did you do the tornado level yet? No. It's a fun one. We're only in the little second island. Oh yeah, you got ways to go. Yeah. yeah. Mm. And, and we kept seeing that there's like secret, there. there's secret level exits, and we can't yep. find all of them. And it's just yeah. It's really tricky. It's turning into Mario. We're just like we have to complete it all and find everything, and it's going to take a while. Really? I normally just I normally fly through it the first time just to complete it, and then I go back into the extras after. Yeah, we will probably go back a couple times. We went through. We already went back to one level to try and find the secret exit. Yeah. It just wasn't okay. happening. No. We Sorry accidentally sound, found another secret exit, though. Well, that's something. Yeah, that's something. Yeah. I felt no, I, special. I, I really liked it a lot. I thought they, uh, it was a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun, actually. If you have a Wii U and you just haven't had anything to play on it because it... There's nothing there's to nothing. play on it, yeah. Other than Mario 3D World. <laughs> yeah. This is actually a great game, especially yeah. if you have someone to play with. Definitely. Oh, yeah. Or just for nostalgia purposes, because it is Donkey Kong. Although, we were looking at the 
textures. Like this, the fur is very nice, and then yeah, his yeah. hands and his face are just flat. Really? Yeah. Yeah, the fur is amazing, though. Fur is gorgeous. They didn't put any effort into anything else, so it looks well, like. Well, I think it's not so much the not putting effort, it's just trying to... I thought make... maybe just to stick with the character model. Exactly, yeah. But I maybe think it's, just a wanna... little texture on the I face. I think if the closer you make it look like a monkey, the less it's going to look like Donkey Kong. But he's a giant monkey. I know, but you got to retain something. you got to be sufficient. He's got the tie. That's the, you just throw a tie on the rhino and it could be Donkey Kong. Yeah, I don't know about that. No? No. The level design, is, some of them are really interesting when it's all black. Yeah. Really and it's all in silhouette. Yeah, yeah, yeah the silhouette levels are beautiful. Are and yeah. they're, they're pretty well no two levels are alike. They do really, there's a lot of variation. Now, the tornado one is something that's kind of like a Wizard of Oz style level where you're jumping through debris on a tornado. Oh, wow. It's pretty awesome. That sounds awesome. Yeah, it's that really cool. That does sound ambitious, too. That sounds like it would really, be really cool. people, though. It will, because it's kind of felt like they just. It was a, like a breath of new life into Donkey Kong series, which is kind of nice because I wasn't sure it was going to make it. The last one was just like this. I don't understand where you didn't like from. the last one. I, I don't know why. Could you play I Cranky in the last one? No. Maybe that's why. Okay. There you go. Okay. See, we found the problem. All right. All right. Everything is better with Cranky. Yeah. Kong. Exactly. He was right. So if if you yeah if you have a Wii U, totally check it out. Mm. I don't think anyone listening to this podcast probably has a Wii U. They probably no, there are a few people out there. Considering also. the Nintendo nerd. Across the table from me doesn't have one. I do have one. You have ours, don't you? Yeah, but it's that doesn't count. It's not yours. <laughs> you did not sink money into it. I would have if I didn't have this one. If, the, if I didn't have the other one. I'm gonna take it away from you. You had to buy your own. We'll see about that. <laughs> All right, Wayne. What have you been playing? Nothing good. Oh, oh I remember what you've been playing. Is it Witch and Hundred Night? Uh, it's been a few things. It's been like, you know, The Witch and the Hundred Night and uh, Dynasty Warriors 8 Extreme Legends Complete Edition. Oh, Say that, again. that name does not Jeez. give me confidence. Yeah, so, yeah, most mostly that stuff, you know. It's like, and then, of course, I've reviewed, you know, Infamous, but I'm assuming that, you know, Phil talked about that, so, you know. Yeah, but you can go for it. I like I talked about it like in mid play mode. I hadn't beaten it. Or okay, anything. I mean, like you know, that that was the one game that I really liked. But you know, it's like yeah. the other two, it's like there's really not much to say. The Witch in the Hundred Night. Um, the fastest way that I can sum up this game is it takes the worst parts of a JRPG and Diablo and combines them into one unfun, unwholesome mix. So just yes. grind, nothing but grind. It's yeah, it's a grind with bad loot and all of these really complicated menu-driven systems that don't seem to interact with each other at all. Oh, so dear. they all just feel completely isolated from each other. Like, okay, I'm raiding houses for treasure, but why am I doing this? Because it doesn't seem to relate to anything else in the game. Or, okay, I've just been playing the game for twelve hours. Why are you now suddenly introducing a little? robot metroidvania style mechanic which doesn't really seem to be all that useful even though you're bringing it in now of all times it's okay. just like yeah how long is it it's um because i read some crazy things yeah no i mean it's like you know to to properly play this game um you're probably looking at like you know yeah 60 to 100 hours it's oh just, it's like, my it's, god it's gigantic it's a gigantic grind it's just to 100 hours just of unfun not, gameplay. It's not fun, yeah. And then, you know, they've, they've got, like, these really weird off-color rape jokes that oh, in the dear. game, and it's just like, uh. So, would you rather play this game or work in a sweatshop making Nike shoes? Okay, I'd still rather play this game than work in a sweatshop making Nike shoes. All right. What if it's a sweatshop making this game? Uh, yeah, then I'd uh, probably go with uh, the Nike shoes over, you know, it's like making this game in a sweatshop. Like okay. just like yeah, just, the moral dilemma there would just be too great to bear. So, it's uh, it's not a great game. 
Um, the other one is also not amazing, but everybody knows that when they're getting into it because it's Dynasty Warriors 8 Extreme Legends Complete Edition. So this I is... This, this is, is it extreme? It's yes, complete? It, it, it is extreme and complete. Uh, assuming that you're a hardcore... Well, oh, yeah, okay. It's, it's nothing but legendary. So there you go. Le- I mean, like, you know, le- like I said in my own review, it's, it's like, you know, in the West, you know, it's like... Western game developers are obsessed with revisiting World War II and, in particular, the storming of the Beach of Normandy, like, over and over and over and over and over again. And in Asia, they just keep revisiting the romance of the Three Kingdoms over and over and over and over again with the Dynasty Warrior series. I so mean, there's other sort of there's other sort of semi-historical stuff that happened. Yeah. But but they just love the romance of the Three Kingdoms. So, you know, when, when you play Dynasty Warriors, you already know, okay, it's the romance of the Three Kingdoms, again, with... You know, some new hypothetical what-if scenarios thrown in. But it's still, you take one person, you wade into the middle of a crowd of thousands of guys, and then you beat the crap out of them because you are, like, this super general or super warrior. Mm-hmm. And, you know, that's all that Dynasty Warriors ever has been. Stupid hats. Yeah. And that's all that Dynasty I Warriors 8 hats. Extreme Legends Complete Edition is. Just, you know. get the now, Have they the still ruined edition? a lot of the characters, like, just... Do they still have Zushu as, like, the horrible baby? Like, all, all, all of it is just ruined to me just because of the fact that they've still got really weak-ass English voice acting, which is just, like, you know... The English voice acting for the series has never been strong. And no. it's still just as terrible here as it is in any of the other games. So it's, it's really difficult for me to get into it when you've got, you know, it's like bad voice performances shouting out the same battle phrases over and over and over again. And, you know, it's like, meanwhile, you're just, like, you know, sweeping your spear or sword or mallet around and, like, taking out, like, dozens of guys at a swing. It's just... It's Dynasty Warriors. You know, I haven't played since uh, one since three, and the voice acting is not any better. No, it hasn't like, it's not it's improved like, even the slightest. You know, granted, this is you know this extreme complete edition is like you know of Dynasty Warriors eight, so it it has improved with Dynasty Warriors eight. Mm-hmm. It's a somewhat better game than you know it's like the other ones in the series, but it's still Dynasty Warriors. So, you know, yeah, if if you want to just kill thousands of guys. This is your game. Yeah, so fans of the series will be fine with it. Yeah, you know, yeah, fans of the series obviously never get tired with revisiting the romance of the Three Kingdoms over and over again, just like Normandy. So, you know, it's like, yeah, you know, those guys will be okay with it. Everybody else, there's still absolutely no reason to jump into this game now if you weren't really a fan of the other ones. No. So, you know, it's like, yeah, there's, there's that. So, those were the two games that I was playing, which, you know, it's like I was really okay, not big on. What is Witch and Hundred Night about, though? Like- okay, so... Witch in 100 Night is about a uh, swamp witch who in the uh, Japanese version goes by the name of Metallica, but because of licensing rights, they couldn't call her that, so they changed it to Metallia. They just took the C out. And yeah, she's been trapped in this swamp for like 100 years, and she's fed up with it and wants to expand her empire, but she can only go to other places that are also swampy. So she goes out and seeks the legendary 100 Knights, which actually ends up just being like, you know, this one dopey little kid-like night bean which is, you know, it's like kind of likable and doesn't speak English and is not too bright but like apparently kills everything in sight and she's like, okay I'm pretty sure that even though you're just the one guy, you actually are the legendary hundred knights that I've been seeking so I just want you to go out there and kill everything and expand my swamp empire and that's the basic gist of the game is that you're actually working for the bad guy in this game So you play the little 
dopey kid thing. Yes, you play the little dopey kid thing, and you just kind of sit there while she does things like, hey, I've just taken one of the um, you know good witches who was like you know benevolently ruling the land and I just turned her into a mouse and now I'm going to conjure up like you know three or four dozen extremely horny male mice oh, and I'm just going oh, to horrible. I'm just going to unleash them on her and that's how they get away with making rape jokes while they still have so a T just- rating so instead of just killing off the good witch, this is a teen-rated game. Yeah. It's, it's a teen-rated game because you know, like I said, there's no vulgarity in there. It's just implied. It's like, I've got a female mouse. I've just created a whole bunch of horny male mice. Mice rape. She just le- yeah, she oh. just leaves it at that. But you know, it's like anybody that's capable of doing the math knows exactly where that, that joke means, is that going. That leads to mouse rape. Yeah. So that's why I was kind of like, oh, it's still bad, guys. Wow, it's it's a teen-rated game, but you guys actually managed to just sneak a rape joke in there. <laughs> it's like this sounds like something you like, would do. Yeah. Though. It's like yeah, wow. And it's like <laughs> well done, sort of. You you managed to sneak a rape joke into a teen-rated game. You actually managed to do it. So like oh. yeah. So it it's that kind of humor quote unquote that's like you know scattered throughout the game and yeah you know, like there's this knight who uh, a female knight who gets turned into a dog and then at one point she basically gets leashed up naked and this girl is constantly calling her my slut dog bitch and you know it's like all these other things and it's just like yeah I, you weren't yeah. exaggerating at the slightest. No, I'm not. See, that's the thing. I'm, I'm not exaggerating about any of this. So it's like, you know, the, the writing is... See, it sounds uh, like it should be a gritty game, but it's not. But it's right? not. No, it's it's actually a comedy where they're like, you know, it's like, ha let's make fun of the poor girl who's been turned into a dog and is now leashed naked in the swamp and stuff like that. Let, let's all laugh at this. I'm like, I'm not actually laughing right now. So, yeah. I think, I think oh, man. So, yeah, there, Something that's, in the water over That's the game. It's like, it's not a great story. It's, it's actually kind of a reprehensible sort of story, you know, wrapped up in a lot of unfun game systems that don't combine with each other very well. So, yeah, I'm not, not a big fan of this game. No, it, it sounds like a chore. It was Yeah, so if chore. you want to torture yeah. someone, just tie them up, make them play this game. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, this is going to be in the Gen- the Geneva Convention. So yeah, I'm. Uh, this 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 is not going to make you know my personal list of nominations for like you know best games Ooh, of 2014. Worst game. Of it's the not going to so be in far. there. It might be though. Yeah, it might be that. But it's not going to get any best game nominations for me. So. Oh, it could be the best worst game. Yeah. You know, it's like yeah. On the other hand, there was Infamous, which was good and fun, and you know Phil talked about that a little bit, and you know it's like I yeah. finished and played the game and. Um, Mostly, I'm, ju- I'm I'm just really ama- impressed that you know it's like they actually had like a Native American lead. That completely caught yeah, me off guard. It's cool. like, oh, dude, it's like a, That's they, they um, played it safe. His tribe, the Akomish, are actually fictional. It's mm. it's not a real Indian tribe. Oh. So, um, but uh, you know, other than that, I I like the way they handled that, and you know the fact that. You know, here's this guy that's been, you know, it's like living on the reservation, and when he starts sticking it to the man, it's kind of like you're kind of justified in sticking it to the man because you know the man hasn't been very good to you or your people. Uh-huh. So, you know, this this is fine. You you just do whatever you want to the man because, you know, cultural guilt. It's like you know, I think you've earned it at this uh-huh. point. And the powers are really cool. Like you did not get neon. I haven't been there yet. Yeah. Not yet. Not yet. But Neon is amazing. And I haven't, and I'm only playing good this time, so I haven't used any of okay, the evil powers. Uh, actually, it? Neon is ideal for a good playthrough. Good, good, 80s? good. Yeah. Is it all 80s? Yes, it is. Um, like, one, one of the most amazing things about the Neon power is the traversal ability that it gives you. It basically turns you into the Flash. Nice. Okay. But That's it's good. like it's the flash, but you know it's like '80s neon style where you run really fast. You're even running all the way up buildings and just like shooting into the sky. But wherever you do this, you leave a trail of neon light behind you with these neon silhouette after images. 
it's awesome. So it's, so it's, it's kind of so like... Oh, okay. I must be right near that because I'm chasing a girl who has yes, who's leaving those behind. You are okay. about to get okay. the Neon After Images. Good, yeah. good, so, good, good. So, but yeah, it's, it's kind of like, you know, you remember the amazing opening to Akira the first time they got on those motorcycles yes. and they yeah, drove it does through look the like night that, and yeah. it left like the light trails. Yeah. It's just like that, except that these are your light trails now, which makes it awesome. Mm. Okay. So, yep. No, so it was a lot of fun. So yeah, at least I, there's I, something I, good that came out of Wayne's Week. Yeah, you know, I, I played a bunch of bad games, but uh, Infamous was Alice's good. reward for Infamous suffering through 100 Night, I guess. Yeah, exactly. oh, man, 100 Night. Yeah, so, yeah. <laughs> I was course, not kind to that game. Of course, Wayne's full review is on the site at CG Mag Online, but if you haven't read it by now, you probably won't read it. Yeah. Because you're probably already playing the game. Everybody who wants the game probably already yeah. owns it. But you can see some gameplay of... I've, Probably Carter and Scott and Joe having some fun in Infamous Second oh, really? Son. Are they on... playing around with Neon? I don't think they are playing around with oh Neon. Oh my god, why are you people not playing with Neon? <laughs> Somebody's got to get to that point in the get game. Neon. You can do a video yeah. We should just sit down, Wayne, with the Neonness. Yeah. And he could just make 80s remarks. Oh man, we, yeah. It's like, we just have somebody who just does nothing but get games yeah, to 80s cool points. remarks galore. It's like, you know, yeah, just, you just set me down with the Neon power in Infamous Second Son and just give me some tears for fears and that's there it. You go, yeah. yeah. Maybe throw in a little bit of Drew Barrymore in there. It's like, yeah, we're cruising. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week's episode of the CGM Podcast. Of course, you can follow us on Twitter at CGM+. Plus. You can also follow Phil on Twitter. Yep. Phil, what's your Twitter? At that, Phil Brown. There you go. Mm-hmm. Uh, don't follow Wayne on Twitter, I guess. Alex, what's your Twitter? Alexander B. Leach, L-E-A-C-H. There you go. And I'm Kixen Chaos, K-I-X-X-E-N Chaos. And Wayne, you can find him on Google+. Plus. If you just want to hear his ramblings without actually speaking to him, he is on Twitter, Real yeah. Wayne Santos. Otherwise, if you actually want me to respond, yeah, just talk to me on Google+. Plus. Yeah, talk to him on Google+. Plus. He's a friendly guy. I know he may not seem it, but he actually um, is. I am actually not. But, you Didn't know, you, you hugged Tim Schafer, right? Yeah, I did, but that there was Tim Schafer. So, so is he, he is, he's friendly. You him. have to hug Tim Schafer. I mean, everybody does. Yeah. You can also check us out on our social media on Facebook. That's facebook.com slash comicsgamingmagazine. And if you're on our Facebook recently, you will see that we are having a party on Saturday, which is tomorrow. So if you're in Toronto, come on by The Round in Kensington Market. Probably around 9 o'clock, I'd say probably better to win some prizes, including some gunner glasses that they sent over. Some really awesome turtle lime green Gunner glasses, and we thank people at Gunner for sending those over. But you can also win subscriptions to the magazine, uh, Vertigo comic books, a little bit of everything. So make sure you come on by the round that's in Kensington Market on April 5th. You can meet, well, not Wayne, but you can meet Phil, you can meet Alex, yep. you can meet me, and you can meet Brendan. Also, you can check us out on Google Plus, that's google.com slash little plus sign CG Mag Online and of course cgmagonline.com there's also these Warriors Are Terrible which is amazing tabletop RPG Crazy recorded stuff. on the podcast which Alex you enjoy don't you Alex? yeah I've enjoyed the stuff I've listened to it's uh pretty crazy stuff uh, just them trying their best to mess everything up and sounds it, about right yeah, it's entertaining it, as hell though right? oh it's great yeah. it's like it's like wondering why the world hasn't already been destroyed because of these people and the terrible warriors steve sailor will be at our magazine party on april 5th so you can also come out and talk to him if you ever want to maybe if you're into that kind of thing and you really want to be on one of their shows you never know yeah they're always looking for extra people to go on so make sure you come by on april 5th also right now you can check out the new issue of cgm we have our April, May, I'm not sure what we're entirely calling it, because I believe it's called the May issue, but it just came out, or it's called the April issue, and it was supposed to come out last week. It's out now. It's awesome. Little pink guy on the cover, Binding of Isaac. Yep. Cool. 
Make sure you check that out at your local chapters or Indigo bookstores. Or you can also order it through Pocket Mags where you can save money and save trees. I think it's $23 for 12 issues. That is amazing. Mm -hmm. You can get it on your iPhone, your iPad, all that smart technology that we carry around these days. Mm -hmm. So make sure you check it out on Pocket Mags and also, I believe, through Amazon. So make sure you check that out. Save some trees, save some money. $23, 12 issues. Sounds good, right, Phil? Mm -hmm. Sounds great. I'm fine with it. You already have a phone. Might as well do it. Mm -hmm. It's it's good. Read twelve dollars, like twenty three dollars for twelve issues. I mean, you're you're just gonna you're just gonna use the phone in the bathroom anyway, right? Exactly. Good. It's good pooping reading. There Mm -hmm. you go. Yeah. Thanks, Alex. Yeah. Just branded us as pooping reading. Yeah. Well, what else are you gonna read in the bathroom? War and Peace. No. No. Thanks for tuning in, and we'll catch you next week.